DJ, drop a beat. Not another podcast. 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 Those people are the freaks, man. They're hookers, so it's fine. James. Meth is a hell of a drug. Okay, bitch, it's on. Price. You know what really grinds my gears? I bet they're Brazilianaires. Samantha. Get out now or sting, get weaved. When we're really <laughs> desperate, we put our hands underneath his balls. Big Jim. I know my way around a joke. Been shaving your own pubic hair for years? No, I've just been collecting it. I'm not weird. Danny. Don't want to sound like a dick or nothing. Had an expansive bookmark collection. What the hell is wrong with you people? Not another podcast. That vest, bro. That vest. Look at it. Thick as fuck. Stars. 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 And I got some other patches. I'm going to make one. And uh, for the name tag, it's just going to say player one, bitch. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I knew we were best friends. That's right. That gives the the neighbor somewhere to look at. Like, is he in, he, is he in a militia? <laughs> no, no, they gotta do like cow sticks. I think. I mean, he don't look like he could do that. He wheezes when he walks. So, <laughs> no, what do you think of that new trailer, average. Jim? <laughs> no, that's that's perfect for a militia, there, bud. Hey, Bryce, you recognize that thing in the back there? Are you mean the airsoft gun? Yeah. And on the other side. Nice. That's right. Yeah, what do you think of that new trailer there, Jim? Which new trailer? For uh Batman? No, for Resident Evil. Uh I'm sorry, I heard Mila Josevich died in a plane crash with uh that No, dude, they're doing uh it's a brand new Resident Evil and it looks like it's way closer to the game. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dude, you're gonna be tickled sideways. I had to double check to make sure it wasn't a fake because it was just like Yes, yes, yes. Okay, this has got to be bullshit. No way. It's too good to be true. Dude, seriously. Hang That's on. That's how I felt. Okay. I was so happy. It was glorious. So, if it's close to the game, I mean, I mean, like really true to the game. It's mostly number two that they're sticking to. But well, it's, it's actually a combination of both. It's like two and three. So, again, if it's staying close to the game or as close as I want it to be, I want extended long scenes of doors opening. Yeah. Black screen, just a door. Dude, there's a, there's a scene closing. in the trailer that you are going to love. And the camera angles are going to be fucking infuriating. You're going to hear action. What the hell? Yes. What has happened here? Do it. Hang on. I got to find my... Um, what is where the hell is the share audio shit? Oh, so much weird porn. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. I wasn't shaming. I was okay, just saying. Okay, ready? Hmm. Here we go. Do Come it on. to me. <laughs> Every story My dick has just loaded like a gun. I thought that was Bryce's thing. Discover the origin of evil. <laughs> yeah. Why are you back here? Clear. They even You're said it like when the original movie came out, or the original game now. came out. We need to it's expose the from Dude, the part from the first one that it, it still gives me chills is where, like, the I'm mayor's like, everyone's gonna die. Number two. They have an incident. I'm talking to Chernobyl, if you know There's definitely is. stuff from number one People in here. Sick. And a little bit of... Uh, I think they're combining one and two. Oh, this looks so yeah, fucking good. I know what's really going on. Here. 
Who's a good boy? This is what we fucking wanted from the jump. Yep. Split up. No, bad, no, bad. We know how this ends. This isn't a Jason Voorhees movie, okay? Coming in hot. There you go, Jim. Yes! Itchy scratchy. Fuck yeah. We gotta get out. You know, I haven't seen one person pick up herbs in this game, and that kind of bugs me. Well, that's the player's job, bro. That's the player's job. They get the license from the pot industry to do that, so... Run! Yeah! Fuck! Yes! Yeah, that's coming out uh, just a few weeks, too, so... Holy sheep shit! that that's it how did you oh. not know about that i live a sheltered life apparent well he is in pennsylvania after all he's got that Amish Amish internet man pretty stingy with their internet wife that so. okay you know and i know he spends a lot of time with the people that he keeps in his basement so well i mean he's kind torment someone has you know to what's, you know what's you know what's really sucks you know what really sucks is even like right now like i'm looking at him yeah like they, they form their own clique like i come around they don't want to talk you know, I poke him with like the the dinner stick, and they're just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, when I brought you in as my human menagerie, it was understood <laughs> that there would be some interaction. You wouldn't just be hanging there, right? Because hey, you just put the big Billy, big mouth Billy Bass back up. His batteries are still good. Look at you, Carl. So I mean, yeah. And then what's worse is here in Pennsylvania, our zombies are like Amish, so they're tougher. And our guns are like muskets, so it's like bake ah shit. Yeah, but you can kill them with butter. Mm. Just take and wave picture. an iPhone in front of them; it tends to scare them away. So I mean, all you gotta, gotta do is take their picture. Yeah, you're <laughs> stealing their soul. Yeah, seriously, they'll freak the fuck out for like good 15, 20 minutes. I think so, only- Jim, uh, you yeah. hit us up on the group chat with some news. <laughs> uh, do you want to share it with the the rest of the class? I'm being deported. Well, about knew time. it. Again, I know. Back to Canada. <laughs> back well, to Korea. Damn it! Is it really de- being deported if you're going back to Canada? Uh, so I'm going upgrade. on vacation to Canada. Upgrade. I think that'd be an upgrade. Uh, call that. Didn't want to call it that. Yeah, I, I've been getting called up to the bigs. I'm going up to a real to a real country. It's awesome. To a real podcast. <laughs> oh shit! Welcome back the, to uh, another podcast. Eh? They found and that uh, guy that killed that girl. That they've been hunting for. Yeah, they yeah, found his remains. Himself. Yep. Oh, the boyfriend who's like, we went on a road trip, comes back. Hey, uh, quick question. Um, <laughs> something's different. Don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. Okay. <laughs> How when attached you left, were you to your 22-year-old daughter? Yeah, really. Like, uh, did you just think they weren't gonna fucking notice? <laughs> hmm. If I don't say anything. <laughs> No, Gladys, not for nothing. Thanksgiving's been awful quiet. I'm not even a little peeved. No, I mean, 
as far as like plots go, I don't know what the fuck's Great going on in this guy's tinker, but like there, his brain is fucking wackadoo. But like sincerely, this mad feels premeditated. I mean, once you get all the you know at least the the, the facts that I gather together, and yeah, there is no real exit strategy. Unless, you know, maybe he was supposed to be, they both drove off a cliff and he's just like, ah, I mean, I got a lot of pictures on my Instagram. I don't want to have to delete those. Start over. I I don't know much about the story, but honestly, it strikes me as I don't know that I would buy premeditation so much as pre-irritation. Like they might have been having a rough patch. And so they decided to go on the vacation to kind of patch things up. Oh, no. Shit got worse. And. Yeah, I, I would almost give crime a passion because typically speaking, people who kill themselves after they do something atrocious like that usually are like in the moment. So they lose themselves for a little bit. And then when they finally snap to, they realize what they did. And uh, I, they go. Uh, I would agree with that, except in this case. Again, I don't know enough about it. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, before her disappearance, uh, they were pulled over in Colorado. I may have that wrong. They were pulled over because apparently some people at a restaurant they were at had concern for her safety. There's um, they footage, released or body yeah, cam footage. Yeah. Yeah. Released a bunch of the body cam footage where they're trying to get her to tell them that she's in trouble. And she's like, she's clearly afraid, but she never says Got he's that. hurting me. Um, but it's, I mean, when you watch the footage, it's, it's plain as day. That's so, uh, if I'm not mistaken and, and I probably am, so I, I apologize when they found her body, it was like four weeks that she'd been missing. Yep. They found her in, um, a national park, not Yellowstone, but something like that. Um, Wyoming. Where, oh, was well, it Wyoming? Yeah. Was it four weeks? From when she passed, or was it four weeks from when uh, he came back? Because so even when he she, came back without her, he was like not even a suspect for a while. I'm sorry, I'm she was reported ahead. missing on September 11th, but she had been back, or she'd been missing a couple days before that, I believe. Uh, sorry, yeah, some he, semantics talk. Sorry. Yeah, he shows up, uh, won't won't tell anyone where she is. She yep, gets and then he disappeared missing. on the 14th, two so weeks he, after he came back. So he came back early September never said anything. She was finally reported missing the 11th of September and he went missing right after that. Gotcha. And they found her remains in late September. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. Uh, Personally, I, and again, I don't know. I don't know all the facts or anything, but personally, I think this guy went, there's no way I'm getting out of this. Uh, There's nowhere I can go uh, because um, every place I might go has extradition and my face is all over the news and I just don't want to go to jail. So, you know, yep. and you know what there was, I'm going to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. There was probably some remorse. He took things too far. Uh, didn't they say like uh, the cause of death was strangulation? Yes. For the girl. So, I mean, that takes a lot you know, yeah, that sounded like you were tussling and, you know, you tried to shake her off you and she fell and like, you know, million dollar baby, like hit her neck on the on a table or something and like, you know, bled out that way. No, this like strangulation takes a while. Yeah. 
that's and, and that's you're more staring a, at the person that's the more of time. a passion crime as well yeah yeah so um uh am i sad that this guy won't be facing justice yeah uh, I think he took the coward's way out. He did a horrible thing and he deserved to pay for it, but uh, he wasn't going to go out that way. I actually, for, you know, my money was on uh, him going to Mexico. I thought he would have went to Mexico and just kept going south. I think at um, that rate, even he knew that the news had probably hit the border. So unless you want to take your chances with, you know. But why come control? back at all? Like what? What was the point? Why would you go back to your house? Got to get my stuff, assume, bro. Yeah, and just assume that you know. Uh, oh, I'm single now. Okay, and what? No more to the story. All right, yeah, we'll just go back to life as normal. Like, yeah. questions were gonna get asked, and my my whole thing was if he if she came if uh, he came back after that body cam footage. I guess that obviously was well after the fact, but. He comes back, sands her after radio silence. The parents knew something was up. Yeah. And so he comes back with no solid answers and they can't get her on the phone. This He's not guy even should be giving answers. He's just refusing to talk to him. Yeah. He should have been immediately arrested and, yeah. and held as a suspect from that point on. Not just like, oh, well, you know, we're looking at him. Yeah, we're looking at him, too. The guy over there washing his hands repeatedly trying to get, the, you know, the blood the, the, the sin of i was trying to make a beth reference but whatever <laughs> Get up, butcher, uh, down. you know you know when people tune in and not another podcast like yo jim's gonna drop some mad shakespeare i gotta i gotta, I gotta <laughs> that's what people are tuning this, into this podcast for is our mad shakespeare content. knowledge yeah and that's what we have never brought them not once <laughs> not once <laughs> low brow to the point where we just call it our pubes uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, like uh, this guy, he, yeah, he's been missing. He took off on the 14th. So he's had, you know, over a month to like stew on what he might do. Oh, he probably I think he killed himself as soon as he got there. Yeah, because their remains, their partial remains. It's not oh. like it's so he got, it's not a whole body. So it's not like they were closing in on him. He's probably been dead for a while. Yeah. Did they say where the I because I, I saw that they found found his remains, but I didn't see where they they found it. Uh it's a, it was a nature reserve in Florida. That's a so he didn't even go back to like where he'd done the deed and done it. He's just you know, I'm gonna find a swamp. Well, I think it was near his parents' place. So I think he went to his parents, and then I think when they started getting suspicious, I think he just disappeared into the forest because uh they kept his dad from helping him because apparently they used to go like camping in this area all the time so they kept his dad away from helping him for for several weeks and they were just gonna start letting him help search <laughs> so great start to the show welcome yeah. to uh <laughs> always bringing the mood up come on no. go up from there not another crime cast. Uh, shit. shit, that'll get us some listeners. Happy, yeah, you know, if we sat down and we actually true crime. did a true crime podcast, yeah. one of us commits the crime, and the Not rest man. of us figure out who did it and how. <laughs> who ate the lunch? Now we'll one of us has into... to commit the crime. Oh, and I know who did that. <laughs> I believe it was Jim in the in break the room break over the, the sink. 
with the wiffle bat with because, someone's sandwich <laughs> over the sink. You know, it's 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 like it's like international waters, right? Well, like whatever you know, happens, everyone's got to clean their own dishes. You know, you know, someone put over effort the into that sandwich, soccer. Jim. Someone like lovingly layered, yeah, all the meat and cheese. That's exactly what it tasted like. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Not uh, even not even a smidge of remorse. I apologize to Troy for those <laughs> delicious turkey cheese sandwiches. I mean, I don't know where the fuck that bread came. I kind of want to get back and like, listen, I'm going to tell you something and you're going to get on mad. Facebook. <laughs> but if you can just find it in your it heart. Been? It's been 10 years. I think he's probably all right. No, fuck that. You, you have a sandwich waiting for <laughs> you like a bread. promise from a lover in in the break room fridge oh like, i've had it, that happen i've had my whole lunch stolen at least twice okay i i only did it once so someone's an asshole out there and you know <laughs> was on the other there was pretty much nobody there so <laughs> on Ow. my screen he's right above you bryce <laughs> well uh well, no, uh, yeah, I just decided uh, in regards back. to what you had uh, mentioned earlier, James. Yeah, I what submitted my. Uh, oh, my we're finally going to get to that story. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, just to get away from whatever the fuck this was. <laughs> I'm just like, all right. Thank you. Hop it on the wagon. We're going forward. Fuck. Uh, scared the cat, too. Sorry. Um, no, I no say... cat thinks he's going to get food. Okay. <laughs> By all means, Jim, you have the floor. Everyone, Cat shut up. Her. He has an erection. Well, okay, you just blew the ending there, pun intended, uh, Danny, as to why I was leaving my job. <laughs> but um, spoiler alert. I mean, really, man, like you just started with the Shyamalan twist. He just and keeps just knocking like, stuff off the counters. <laughs> Lead with I'm so sorry. Let me clean wow. that. Oh, oh, I, I knocked that off. Yep, Damn editing. It. This erection. I mean, <laughs> it's just everywhere. Look, uh, uh, call my it, it's been considered nature's scales for some time. Now I'll put. <laughs> you wanted how much again? How much was that? Okay, let me just go ahead and I'm gonna adjust my beam, my one side here. Okay, there it is. It's much more better. Sit on there. I just got a new saddle. No, obviously that is not why I'm leaving. Is it obvious though. Is it obvious? Yes, I should hope. <laughs> Says the grown man listeners in, will know that it's in the mock obvious. SWAT vest. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I submitted my my two week notice at uh, at the marijuana dispensary. So, uh, ideally, like uh, I guess what my reasoning for it is, I just need to find something with you know more consistency and hours and you know uh, whatnot. It's it's kind of all over the place and it's just getting virtually impossible to try and balance you know home and, and work, work life. life yeah uh with this and you know just you know looking to find someplace else uh i guess if i had to boil it down to a word why i was leaving i guess the word would be embezzlement um <laughs> it's an ugly word it's an ugly word i feel we should change it or cancel it something sturdy word sturdy well i mean they gave me access to a building that had just just a, a, a obscene, a cartoonish amount of. It was the scene from uh, Half Baked when Dave Chappelle goes into the room. Maui, around. Yeah, it wasn't quite like in like the 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 sandwich loaves. They were like more individually packaged, which was just like convenient. 
Jim, I, I should helpful. warn you that this podcast could be used as evidence. So you may want to could, but not even incriminate the FBI yourself. And the CIA don't listen. To it. So I should take it off my LinkedIn account. Got it. <laughs> so yeah, you know, uh, no well, big deal. It's like I'm not gonna. Uh, I don't have any ill feelings towards anything. I'm just, you know, uh, no, I, I, mean, I need to find I know something you've that's. Had, you've had a lot of scheduling issues that I know have really kind of upset you. Um, yes. So, um, uh, and weren't you having an an issue with like your manager? Uh, I mean, not like a serious issue, but it was like a. Like sexual tension is that what you're alluding to (laughs) now we're back to the erection thing first of all first of all uh kenny is a a phenomenal human being let me just start there okay i don't think we need to really (laughs) he's a wonderful Uh, specimen of a human well it was just more inside and out Uh, I had frustrations adapting to the job. Uh, the the more the longer I was there, and the the fact that it wasn't kind of I wasn't breaking on to that next level. Um, I really just got tired of waiting, gotcha. so um, you know, just decided to you know, wait for everybody to leave and you know hide the bathroom and then disable the security alarms <laughs> and then uh, break into the vault. And then uh, strip naked again. This is all like available if you want to go and like and squeeze it up on. through the air duct. Yeah, forgetting everything else. Grease that's the little. That's the one part of the story Bryce said is the most unbelievable that I squeezed <laughs> through an air duct. Like all the other. Like, I did use the disclaimer the- of squeezed. God, <laughs> no, was put forth. There was also like- that fifty-five gallon drum of lube back there. Come on, if you want to, that was his previous job. In. Yeah. <laughs> He brought it with him. He brings it everywhere he goes. I mean, you never know. It's like a bag, but not. I mean, that's why it's only half full now. Yeah. Once it's proven its worth, I mean, you'd be a fool not to carry it on, you know, in your bag of holding for your your bladder of lubrication or whatever. (laughs) Bladder of lubrication, my nomination for the name of the show. Yep. You're on the board, Jim. Thank you. Thank you. Bladder of lubrication. And Samantha's not here to take it away from you. So. Yeah, that, well, that sounds like just an easy way of calling your testicles by another name, you know. Just well, I, I, I think Laverne and Shirley are just fine in who they are. Uh, they're Laverne and Shirley up here is Cagney and Lacey. So there's it's that crossover appeal. Outstanding. Yeah. Abbott and Costello meet the monster. <laughs> Thelma and Louise, that's the, my, my taint. Right off that's, the cliff. That's, that's the ridge that they jump <laughs> off of. Smelly Canyon. It's the only way to finish. Right off the cliff. Well, speaking of right off the cliff. Just uh, got to lean into it, buddy. As uh, as an idea for the show, I know uh, it's Halloween. And this, this much like last year, really just feels, you know, it, Halloween is, is a holiday where I guess wearing masks should be part of the uh, of the celebration, but it just feels more alien uh, this year than than last year. I was hoping this year was going to be a little bit closer back to normal, but uh, well, you know, I, just, I think I came up with a costume idea. Uh, yeah, pretty controversial. Uh, I'm going to go as 2019 and just walk around without a mask. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bree. 
back to that, bed, just, yeah. tell him mm-hmm. he's a good boy, and then remind him he sleeps in the corner tonight. <laughs> Doing the Lord's work. She's like, yeah, you can wear that costume all by yourself. Yeah. It's not a two-person costume. <laughs> no. It could have been. Uh, um, not bad. Not bad. Uh, my daughter decided that she's going to go as uh, Wednesday Adams. So I think I can actually put that in the, the group chat. Um, That's we a found win. a costume that fits her perfectly. So uh, unfortunately puts me in the position of uh, costume ideas being limited to uh, Gomez, which is preferred, or Fester, which is no. suboptimal. Don't, don't, don't even I don't want to be fester. I don't want to be fester. I don't want to be Come on, Jim, commit. My entire life, I've been a Gomez trapped in a fester's body, and it's rough. And Jim, it's difficult. What about Lurch? Uh, or, I mean, or I got an even better idea. Go as Morticia. Go as the thing. <laughs> They're not ready for that. They're not just throw a black sheet over yourself, except for yeah, your just hand. your hand. Yeah. yeah. Go as yeah. thing. Super easy. Or like I use like a I make like a cod piece with like one of those detached hands and I just hold up a sheet. You and I, like, we're on the same page, Big Jim. I'm thick. Same Check me page. out. You could go as cousin it. Yeah. Just get a lot of long wigs and there's a lot of long wigs. Well, I mean, I or I could try going as Gomez. You know, I could give it a shot. Yeah. That's the spirit right there. That you know, creaky door sound. Yeah. Could happen, sure. You know, like, remember the original Gomez? Does anybody remember like the black yeah. and white TV oh, yeah, show? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I I'm also played. For the uh, win, bro. Yeah, I played Harry uh, Harry's dad on Night Court, also in a very similar kind of fashion. Yeah. Um, he did, yeah, yeah. So okay, so Gomez wasn't always the suave, you know, um, you know, uh, character that we know and love him from the nineties. That Raul Julia brought to life, but you know, yeah, I just don't want to fucking go as you know Fester. Yeah, I'm, well, trying, I'm trying to go as Fester, and I'm not you going have, as Fester. You have to I'm grow not all this. Back. You're an adult human. You all can go what you go as whatever you want. I am an adult human, but I have a, a, a tiny six year old human that you know somehow <laughs> you know their their words get sway over mine. I'm just like, how in the fuck am I the one? Having to pay for all this shit <laughs> again. So, goes what happens when you bring life into the world? Bring some gender bend to this. If I could just zip up this SWAT vest, I might be able to fit in like a nice red, a black gown. You know? Yeah, yeah. You don't even need a push up. You just need like you know added support. Yeah, I mean, if I didn't look like some things around, I think there, we just I... found Danny's costume for this year. <laughs> no, no, I was gonna go as Frankenfurter. You could go as the Girl Scout. Scout. Morticia's a little too coy for me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can see you as Frankenfurter. In that, I can see you as a sexual degenerate who is unsafe around either males or females. Yeah, uh, specifically those whose cars have recently broke down. Nailed it. And are just looking for a dry place to stay for the night. Ah, uh, well, they're in for a wee bit of a surprise, but they'll like it. They'll get into it. <laughs> that sounds terminal. It sounds like <laughs> they will or the end. Bryce, what are you going for as Halloween? An exhausted father. A exactly. serial killer. Every year. <laughs> you say year, year round. 
some other fuckers cosplay you know for life i'm gonna do a youthful 20 year old i'm committed to this bit <laughs> youthful 20 that's funny for at least another 18 horrifying. years 18 uh, years to life i'm going uh, as a baggage handler <laughs> <laughs> yes uh no i don't, I don't think i'm doing anything this year Chris, this is the this is the holiday. This is the yeah. It is the holiday. It is the season, motherfucker. You're not not feeling it this year. Yeah. Boy's got kids now. Yeah, exactly. He's lucky if he feels anything anymore. (laughs) Look at Big Jim. Yeah, look at this desperation I'm clinging to over here. Behold your future. Ebenezer (laughs) fucking Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge. Ooh. I once had guns wolf. that shot other guns. And now <laughs> I have had to sell them. Ah, <laughs> uh, the good old days. All right. <laughs> so yeah, I guess for for Halloween this year, though, God, we're gonna get something going here. I swear to Christ. Uh, Halloween uh, movies. You know, um, I was happy to hear that the, this Resident Evil movie is coming out. Uh, would have been nice if we could have gotten it before Halloween, but hey, whatever, whatever. You know, I'm not, I'm not on. Uh, has just... any one of you seen the new Halloween? Halloween Kills. I have not. I've heard middling reviews, but I know people are fucking stupid. So I will make my <laughs> I, own goddamn decision. Uh, I agree 100 percent with that. <laughs> I <laughs> I you. went. Uh, I pretty much last, never agree with anybody. <laughs> last weekend and saw it and <laughs> thought it was. A, you think? a fantastic continuation of the 2018 Halloween. Okay. Except also, I sense a butt. Just a solid fucking Halloween movie. Awesome. That's what I was hoping to hear. So um, uh, they went places uh, I didn't think they would go. Um, they brought back characters uh, like who we Paul Rudd from Halloween 5. You know, oddly enough, they did want him back. Um, How but, did they uh, not get Paul fucking Rudd? They got wow. Anthony yeah, Michael dude. Hall because he's Ant Man. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, once you go Ant Man, you're not do. doing fucking Halloween. I think Paul Rudd would would is the kind of person. But I mean, they wanted him. They so um, in Halloween Six when Paul Rudd made his acting debut in Halloween, he played Tommy Doyle, who hardcore fans will remember was the kid that Laurie Strode was babysitting in the first movie. Sent him down the street at the, at the end so that she didn't get they didn't get butchered. Here's why I think that they they either I don't know if they couldn't get him or they just chose not to. But I know uh, it did come out recently that they did want Paul Rudd to come back as Tommy Doyle. Uh, Instead, they got Anthony Michael Hall, who I will say pretty goddamn fantastic as uh, Tommy Doyle. Um, (laughs) Yes. Uh, For the Michael Myers scholars in this Zoom chat. Um, yes. Has Michael Myers ever killed a child that wasn't related to him? Yes. In uh, the last one, the 2018 uh, Halloween, there's a little boy in the truck with his dad, and they come across the prison truck that was transporting Michael, pull off to the side of the road. Did uh, he actually the, kill the kid? Yeah. They, like, the, the grandfather gets out, right? And, you know, like a dumb shit. And uh, surprise, surprise, he's dead. And so the kid gets out. Uh, he gets his rifle uh, and goes out and he's looking around. He sees uh, a sheriff there 
and he's just gonna go get out of here or whatever. And so the kid gets back in the truck to wait for backup, and then Michael shows up in the back and beats this head kid's head against the the, the windshield and the the, the inside. Like, they didn't just cut away. I'm like, how old okay. was the kid? I'd say that kid uh, was between ten and twelve. Okay. Well, well the, the actor who portrayed him was like thirty seven. He was like chain smoking <laughs> palm oils in between ten. <laughs> well, you know what you do, like, but third fucking wife's giving me shit and everything else. Man. Well, no, I was genuinely curious though because what I noticed because I, I was telling James about this that yeah. for years Michael Myers really has kind of been the lowest seed on my you know slasher film killers in general, <clears throat> and. um It'd been probably about 10, maybe 15 years since the last time I watched the original Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I had just gotten done watching all the Phantasm movies. Oh, yeah. I found those just fucking wonderful and enjoyable. And I remember thinking number one was boringer than shit when I was younger. But as an adult, I was like, you know what? I dig this. Fuck yeah. So we went through them all. And it was like How? I was sitting there and I was like, I don't think I've given Halloween a fair shake in a long time. So I'm going to go back and rewatch number one. And I'll be honest with you. I was really happy with it. And again, upon my newer viewing, I actually really enjoyed it a lot more this time. But I noticed something that in the movie, it almost looked like Michael, although was definitely eye fucking some children in that movie. Uh, he didn't Weird actually kill words. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> But at the same time, because you don't roll up on some fucking middle schooler or elementary school kid and just come almost to a stop while just watching him walk down the road mm. and then decide not today. <laughs> well, you know, here's here's uh, it's funny you mentioned that because they do kind of touch on that in the, in this new one, because uh, one of the the um, characters they bring back is Tommy Doyle's bully. Um, mm. and, and they've since oh, become wow. good friends and they have this scene where that kid on Halloween night, uh, ran into Michael Myers and, you know, he survived. Michael didn't try and kill him or anything, but he, it, it was the one, it's take, a really yeah. great scene. So yeah. I don't want to give it away, but, and, um, and that's kind of one of those things where I was curious if Michael was that evil necessarily, because I don't think I'd ever even heard about him killing a kid he'll go after teenagers much like freddy krueger but yeah i just read an article he doesn't kill kids and there's some debate on whether the kid in the new movie is actually a kid or a teen so so but at the same time yeah no and thank you bryce because again for me it was like he was always supposed to be the embodiment of evil and it's like nothing personal but if you really wanted to nail that point home fucking have him murder some children so here's you know just saying Here's, uh, is that your uh, is, is that your campaign slogan when you run yes. for uh, elected office? Daniel? Yes. <laughs> just let, Thank just you. Let them kill some fucking kids. Just... Go kill some fucking kids. Well, if you if you, know you really go kill some fucking kids. If, if, if you look at it, <laughs> the Hunger Games taught the, us anything. None <laughs> of the slashers killed kids. Uh, Jason didn't kill kids. Freddie yeah. didn't kill. They always kill teenagers. Right. You know who but, did uh, kill kids? Out of all of those, though. Uh, what's like, her name from Sleepaway Camp? You goddamn right. You say Angela's name with respect, son. Angela. But um, the thing about it was, those those other characters were known as evil, but never booked as the embodiment of pure evil. 
you know, so it was like they were bad guys, but they liked a certain brand of, you know, age group to murder. And yeah, they stuck with it. But Michael was always, as far as I understood, booked to be pure embodiment of evil. And it was like, is he though? If we're going down this fucking rabbit hole, we got to get two things things clear first. Head first, ass in the air. One thing. Uh, which we will circle back to later in regards to the Phantasm series, like the first one. Um, I remember, I don't remember the name of that town, but just apparently everybody there just fucks in a cemetery. Just like there is so much cemetery fucking going on in them. Like every third scene is like another couple. Like, shall we wander off towards you know, you know, well, the reason for that, Jim, acres, I, I don't Quiet know if you remember. The neighbors don't mind. The, the reason for that is because the cemetery is where Lover's Lane used to be. They got rid of Lover's Lane and oh. put it in the cemetery. Well, so, no. But everyone they was had still to use using that it. space yeah. because yeah. there was a lot more corpses going on. Te- yeah. Teenage me didn't have a lot of time for subtext because uh, I was just jerking it to the tits the whole time. But, I mean, that was just me. And God, even that headstone looks like a boob. Oh, so good. <laughs> Nothing worse than when like you try to pause a good scene, but and the VCR does, but it's like kind of like it's you can see that the, the scene is slowly deteriorating. So like you have until it gets to be like invisible or like yeah. unrecognizable before you're like, okay, I'm working. Uh, this is anyway. a PG 13 version. Why? Because all the parts where boobs are it's been worn out. <laughs> they cut an hour and a half off this movie. Anyway. <laughs> So in regards to uh, the slashers, uh, a lot of them were used as, uh, dare I say, satirical uh, uh, tools in uh, referencing uh, various things that were happening in society and around that time. So it wasn't just mindless killing. There was some vague attempt, at least in a couple of the films early on, to kind of have that flair. The, uh, the Halloween series wasn't intended to be an ongoing Michael Myers saga. It was intended to be, well, I guess uh, Paramount wanted it to be, or one or the other wanted it to be, uh, every Halloween movie was going to be a different, kind of like a creep show kind of a situation. But um, instead, it was just so popular that it just sort of sprung from there. So I think a lot of what gets attached to these franchises is what us, the rabid fans, have done over the years because we're not doing anything else to advance our lives. <laughs> so why not just go back and piece together our own origin stories for these sons of bitches, you know, and uh, and do it that way, which uh, actually will dovetail nicely when we get to our uh, finale, which would be the horror movie uh, plots, which I've actually written a three-page treatment so far. Good grief. Uh, so, uh, knock some socks off. Re- really quick, with in regards to Michael Myers, uh, Michael Myers started out as, uh, with Bitch. the first movie, it was supposed to just be a slasher film. John Carpenter did not give that much thought into uh, Michael Myers' origin, other than at six years old, he killed his teenage sister. And, you know, the then script they, had him listed as the sh- the, the what the shape the or shape the, yeah he's the shape, always been yeah. called the shape in, in credits but it, it's Michael Myers um, as the story uh, went on and actually this most of the origin of Michael Myers came when they put Halloween on TV they actually filmed extra footage 
for the TV release because they had to because they had to cut out a bunch of stuff. It would not have made a long movie. So they filmed new stuff to put it on TV. Uh, and there's a couple of scenes. And one of the biggest ones is actually Dr. Loomis going to the hospital the day after Michael escapes. So the night that the, the crazy people are all out, yeah. um, he goes to speak to Dr. Wynn, who is like the head of the asylum and who okayed this transfer. Um, and they give, um, there's, there's two scenes. There's Loomis talking with Wynn, but there, then there's Loomis in like this um, big room and he explains all of his interaction with Michael and how yeah. he came to believe that Michael is pure evil. That's where all the backstory of Michael Myers came from. One of the things that Halloween, the, the series of Halloween started to do and started to make things interesting was in um, four and five when they introduced Daniel Harris as um, Jamie Lloyd. Yeah. And it was, it actually goes back to this really old uh, legend of Sam Hain and the, the Druids, the Druids would uh, right before fall started or on Sam Hain, they would select someone and that someone would have to kill all their family and then themselves in order, you know, to appease the gods so they could have a good harvest. Is this in Wicker Man County? Like, no, this that's, is actually that's Mad Wicker Manish. Right no, there. this is this is an actual <laughs> druid druid legend. So what they they started to do with Michael Myers is that he was chosen by the druids somehow, and that's why he kept going after certain people because they were members of his bloodline. He had to wipe out his bloodline before he could off himself, but because you know whoever it was kept escaping, he kept going. So he's like a golem, essentially. Kind of, yeah, I, I think. But where they screwed up was in episode six, and they went so far off the reservation with this legend. They started to develop this whole, you know, cult of the druids things. But then they had this whole stupid storyline where Michael is like the they they somehow got Michael to breed with his niece, uh, and they didn't even get Daniel Harris. They like recast some some other gal and uh yeah it, it <laughs> it's better explained if you've ever seen the director or the producer's cut of halloween six all of it is explained a little bit better but it's still not cohesive at all it, it doesn't make a lot of sense um but yeah in four and five they kind of set up this what could have been a great through line for michael playing off of what they had done with one and two um but they just i mean it, the the people in charge of it were so hungry for money there was like i don't care put it out it doesn't have to make sense well that and the mpaa also would oh they butchered it just, too yeah. yeah they would do that to every slasher movie uh grant getting to see some of the deleted scenes from some of the friday the 13th so i'm just like god damn this would have been so much better of a movie yeah uh, and i would be much more of a fucked up human being i think because <laughs> of which but i mean the main thing would be that tommy jarvis is still a bitch but long story short um you gotta let gotta, it go man no you gotta let it go. until he is on this show to defend himself <laughs> put it out there actor who portrayed tommy jarvis <laughs> or he yeah, i know you I know you're no well okay yeah Corey Feldman too 
where I was thinking more of the uh, 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 the the more iconic Tommy Jarvis. Not again, not, Corey Feldman. Well, no, not really. Wow. Corey, hey, Corey I mean, Feldman. Come on. Corey okay. Feldman killed Jason Voorhees. Sorry, I mean. Did he know? Because the fake Tommy Jarvis resurrected him, but the original Tommy Jarvis killed Jason Voorhees. If you can be resurrected, are you ever really dead? I mean, I don't know. Ask Frankenstein. Ooh, you can't because he's dead and alive, but he's not taking calls. (laughs) He's just not taking your calls, Jim. Ouch. Ouch. (laughs) Way to cut to the quick there. Wow. Shots fired. Oh, shit. But you were saying. Uh, well, no, I, uh, I have a, a great idea for uh, a horror movie. Uh, I put it out there for you guys to uh, to come up with one. Did any of you guys manage to cobble together any kind of like a fantasy type film? If if you could cross over any genre, kind of like a, a Who Framed Roger Rabbit or a Wreck-It Ralph type of scenario where. You know, I don't even have uh, to do a crossover. I would just do a a much better continuation of the Halloween series picking up from four and five. And I would delve in, I would delve a lot more into the, uh, the Druid legends and how Michael ties into it. See, I would go more uh, delve deeper into, but uh, I wouldn't fucking hire Paul Rudd. How? Okay. First of all, you you can't be a part of this project any longer. (laughs) Um, Not, Not for, not for what I have in mind. You wouldn't want to do a deep dive on the school Jamie Lee Curtis went to in H two O. No, want that or or no. what 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 film school uh, Buster Rhymes went to. And see, you know, here's the other thing that. with the Halloween series. <laughs> it, it's so fragmented now. Like these, the the latest two movies are supposed to be continuations of the first one. H two O was supposed to be a continuation of the first one. Anytime Jamie Lee Curtis gets involved, it yeah. fragments the Halloween series. A little bit more. So then who is the main focal point of the Halloween series? Is it Laurie Strode or is it Michael Myers? I think it's us as the viewer because we keep going to see it. And giving those assholes (laughs) money. Okay, Um, well, then if you if you will indulge me, I will uh, do this whole thing. All right. I don't have a title for it and I'll be willing. uh, Can I suggest a title? Uh, you've not heard it yet, but okay. Ladder of lubrication. <laughs> no, because then we'll have to sue ourselves. Either way, we make money. Yes. <laughs> the bludgeoning. All right. So, uh, like I said, this is my fantasy, uh, you know, type film uh, wherein I can kind of cross over uh, genres. I'm going to try and tie uh, a lot of uh, main uh, franchises together. Okay. So the film would start. Uh, with a student uh, who works at a sleep apnea clinic. Uh, And in their spare time, they have a paranormal podcast. Now, this podcaster finds out from another podcaster, they leak the original location of the real Freddy Krueger house, and it's not that far away. Now, the student at the sleep apnea clinic slash podcaster knows it's only a matter of time before all the other influencers sort of like, you know, just swarm that place. So he's got to act quick. So he steals a bunch of uh, various drugs and experimental uh, was it REM analysis chamber, which would be like a portable sensory deprivation tank, which allows for uh, dream mapping to essentially be like a, a television screen where you could see you know, people's dreams, that sort of shit. Gotcha. 
<clears throat> so students like, okay, that night, uh, cons one of his friends, they steal the deprivation tank and they drive to the house. The whole plan is to do a spirit box session from inside the house while the friend is in the separate, uh, the deprivation tank, uh, outside trying to communicate with the spirit, uh, of Freddy Cougar through astral projection or some horse shit like that. Uh, but they discover another podcaster, uh, is already at the house, a quote unquote relative of Lori Strode, who also has a podcast and is trying to cash in on this crossover franchise between the Freddy and the Michael universe sort of thing. Uh, the student oh. tries to partner up, but uh, the uh, but the, there's a relative reluctance at first, but then she sees that you know he's got this tank and this whole other shit, and like he's got a whole bunch of toys to play with, and she's like. This is a great chance, and so they eventually do team up. Okay. Uh, and so the first attempt to try and pull this off gets hamstrung with some communication issues. There's a, a rando buddy that's in the tank, and uh, the rando is like super sketched about doing this shit, right? Like he's like, uh, you know, you promised me a bunch of weed and stuff, uh, but it's not worth it. I, I, I don't want to do this, and so. <laughs> Eventually gets talked into doing it and they're having some issues with the, uh, uh, the communication with him in the tank and them in like inside the house and there's radio silence. And eventually he comes back. He's, he's, he's answering, but he sounds dazed, uh, uh, and, and slightly kind of out of it, but whatever they're like, okay, well, well maybe he just got high or whatever. And he's just going to roll it anyway. Second attempt has a strong start. There's lots of spooky noises and lightning and all kinds of shit, but fuse blows causing everybody to have to reset after several attempts to try and arouse the rando from the tank over the radio, the student uh, from the apnea clinic and the quote unquote relative of Lori Strode go out to check on the rando, see if they need help as they're heading out there. They get a jump scare from a young fast talker who goes by the name of AMF Williams, which you will come to find out stands for Ash motherfucking Williams. It's going to be one of uh, Ash's uh, bastard kids. Uh, he's a fast talker really? who is trying to find some weapons and fortify the house. When pressed uh, as to why, he just keeps muttering something to the effect of shouldn't have opened the book. Why did I read the book? Uh, when the lights come back on, the podcasters try to review the footage that they got, but something went wrong and everything's all distorted and shit. Uh, and eventually uh, they ask if they got uh, they asked the, the tech guy if they got any audio. And the guy's just like, I'm not quite sure. The only thing I can make out sounds like it might be some kind of Morris code. I don't know. And he pulls his earplug out so that it comes out through the speakers and it's muffled and distorted like it's coming from almost like a different dimension. But it's the ch 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 ah, 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 kill, kill, kill. It's type of sound effect, right? So AMF Williams tries to leave because he's like, okay, that's not a good sound. Uh, <laughs> but ends up dropping the Necronomicon out of his backpack. Dun, dun, dun podcasters freak out because they recognize that thing automatically but before anybody can open they're like fighting over who gets to, to get at the book but before they get to open it there's a bang 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 at the front door door bursts open who is it it's the rando from the tank that they kind of forgot about right you did too until this very moment that poor fucker died for your sins rando from the tank is standing at the door. He's <laughs> dripping wet right his arms are outstretched kind of like a marionette puppet right it's reminiscent of Freddy Krueger, uh, best uh, nightmare on Elm Street uh, from Dream Warriors, right? The, the marionette sequence. Yeah. So he, he's kind of doing that. 
And the rando is muttering something like, I don't want to have the spider dream anymore. And as he's saying that, his eyes are rolling back in his head. So all you see are the whites and his head kind of flops back a little bit. And he starts to raise up off the floor. Now, this is starting to get pretty, you know, also reminiscent of um, uh, uh, the, yeah, yeah, uh, that one. So we cut to a close up of the rando's <laughs> eyes that have rolled back in his head. They've now turned into spider eggs that burst open. Right. And so now we got spiders just dumping out of this guy's eyes and all over his face. It's like a mad dash over his head. They spread to the walls like almost instantly as the camera's kind of panning back. Cut back to the podcasters and AMF Williams. They're screaming and freaking out. Cut back to the rando who's still off the ground. His face is covered in spiders. Uh, starts to scream along with them, which is also not a, a good thing. Um, and as he starts to scream, spiders are now coming out of his mouth. But soon those clear and his whole face clears, right? And it's kind of like in uh, um, uh, Dawn of the... They're not fucking the Army of Darkness series. Uh, they go from being possessed to looking like they're normal for a couple seconds. Yeah. So you can't see his eyes. Those are covered in shadow. But you see like his mouth. He's looking around like he's trying to see something. Right. Like he's darting around and he's scared beyond any rational thought. Right. And so um, he looks like he's searching for something or someone. And as his breathing starts to quicken, the randos start saying something like, uh, why can't I wake up? I, I just want to wake up. And eventually a chest burster esque type thing just just cuts this guy in half right comes out of his chest just blows him in half uh and in uh cuts him in two as the rain kind of comes down to the floor sort of like in um silent hill uh the floor gets illuminated and there was like a once upon a time there was like a green carpet but because the house has been abandoned and shit's covered in moss but the light that's coming in is like coming on. Uh, it's illuminated from the outside. So the winds, the light's coming in through the, the shades, which makes it look like the, the carpet is now slanted with like, you know, like stripes essentially. And the blood from the rando gives you the red and the green as now on the part on the floor. And in a distance, we hear the Freddy theme start to play. And of course the traditional Freddy cackle of laughter. The podcasters and AMF Williams, they just freak the fuck out, right? They run outside, but everything now appears like as if they're in a dream. Now, everyone's confused because they all know none of them are asleep. They've been awake the entire fucking time. None of this is making any sense. Um, you know how sometimes when like, you know, the I don't forget what it's called, uh, myopathy or whatever, where the mind seeks out patterns and shit. Yeah. Uh, so they're outside. It's at night but it's in this weird kind of dreamscape and any shadows that they see start to come to life. And they're attacking people, right? It's really crazy. Um, scenes and images from the three, the two podcasters and Anna AMF Williams, like images from their personal self-conscious are being like broadcast or um, projected on walls and like in like actual uh, like Tupac at bumper shoot style, like laser, you know, uh, hologram. And it's like deep, like uh, trauma inducing shit that they're like, how is this possible? How, how are these deep things just being projected everywhere? Um, so we cut to Freddie 
randomly who's now just chilling in a bed somewhere with like two like bloody corpses next to him, like, you know, positioned in some kind of way to, to give the illusion like he just had some weird random threesome. And he's like clicking through uh, on a remote with like the the, the knife glove, uh, something that would appear to be similar to Netflix. But instead of shows, it's like the personal moments that he's picking from. He's like, nah, this is crap. This is crap. Whatever. Insert some random Freddy line like Netflix and kill or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's like, oh, Ellen, look at this shit. And so he clicks on something and it cuts back to the three dumbfounded uh you know, survivors in this whole thing. Uh, they're dumbstruck by what they're seeing. Uh, suddenly, uh, they dive out of the way as the 70s-looking ambulance nearly runs them down. The ambulance crashes, and the driver is screaming and trying to escape, but then the window is covered in red. The passenger door opens, and it's Michael Myers stepping out. The three freak out again. They begin to run uh and start giving uh the relative the uh, michael myers relative uh shit because they think that somehow she's the one that caused all this to happen and the relative denies that uh, and says like you know it's been rumored in my family that you know i am related but like i'm in a very far end of that gene pool or whatever so any relation would be tiny right which is the cover because in fact it's actually a direct relative uh, that the family just kind of hushed up. Obviously, they don't want to talk about it, so they make it seem like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're related, but it's like really, really distant or whatever. So more hell's breaking loose all around them. Cars are floating by, tears in the space-time continuum, and then just randomly the camera would pan to like a dog who gets caught using a wet wipe on his asshole after like taking a shit on someone's lawn, and then he like looks at the camera, like breaking the fourth one. He's like, yeah, fuck you too, and he runs off. And like just random. I don't know. I just inject some humor. Right, and so uh, now an old woman. Why the fuck not? <laughs> that scene right there is worth the price of admission. Uh-huh. You're welcome. Uh-huh. So uh, an old woman uh, calls to these three because she's like, you know, uh, she's in her house and she seems safe. And she's like, you know, come over here, I'll protect you. So once inside, the woman seems like she's real nice, but <laughs> she also seems like for an old woman, she's pretty capable, right? She's very concerned for these three safety, but the weird shit going on outside doesn't seem to have a rattled much right and so amf williams you know he being the snoopy type now that he feels like he's in the same spot he's going to kind of get to know uh his surroundings he starts snooping around and he starts to see a bunch of pictures and stuff from when the woman worked at a summer camp as williams starts to go uh, uh as williams starts to get creeped out a little bit the necronomicon that he's got in his backpack starts freaking out a bit and eventually it knocks over a framed picture that had some like pins and like little tchotchkes on it. And as we get the reveal of the picture or what's on the picture, the student uh, from the apnea clinic or whatever asks the old woman what her name is. And she just says Constance. And as we see uh, what's on the picture, a, a picture uh, that's in the frame that got knocked over, we see a, a much younger Constance standing next to another woman about the same edge who looks just like a much younger Pamela Voorhees. We now have Pam Voorhees' sister, Constance. One of the pins is a name tag for Camp Crystal Lake that says C. Voorhees on it. So Williams tries to run. AMF Williams is like, fuck this. But <laughs> The book uh, is now fighting with him and gets free from his grip 
and instantly Constance calls out for it, right? Like she recognizes it and she calls to it and it obeys like without, you know, any, like it came to her more than it would come to any other uh, person that's been around the Necron- Necronomicon from any of the other movies that you've seen. Like, it seems like this was almost her book that she wrote. And so uh, we come to find out that Pam and Constance, obviously they were sisters and Pam was desperate to try and help her son, Jason, to kind of fit in. So she begs her sister, Constance, to help get Jason into where she works at Camp Crystal Lake. Jason dies suddenly, as we all know. Pam is devastated and goes crazy, seeking help from the occult. Pam finds out about the Necronomicon, wants to use it to bring back her son. While gathering research, it's discovered that Jason was actually molested by the man that Constance was dating, a groundskeeper at a nearby daycare center by the name of Fred Kruger. Boom. Pam's or original uh, Pam's original plan, Pam Voorhees original plan was to use the Necronomicon to bring her son back. But she had to kill all the, the counselors at the camp as a sacrifice to the deadites. Then she planned to pin it all on her sister, Constance, because Constance actually worked there, but managed to escape completely undetected. So Pam and Jason could so this was Pam's plan to, to do all that pin it all on Constance so that Pam Voorhees and her son Jason could quote unquote be together right because if that's the line then you're clearly listening to the wrong podcast anyway <laughs> <laughs> so but when Pam got killed before completing all the deaths required the ritual was incomplete which is why Jason can't die until it is and is from Jason's living nightmare that Freddy gained the power over the dream world. Oh my God, this is the best fucking movie ever. So Michael Myers, now we cut to, how does he fit into this whole thing? Well, Michael Myers was actually, it's like now a dream within a dream sequence of Michael Myers as a young boy. And when he, after he stabbed his daughter or sister, excuse me, uh, he gets sent to work with Dr. Loomis. Dr. Loomis instantly realizes that he is essentially this like irredeemable sadomasochist with like a dominant sociopath mindset. So he tricks everybody into, you know, making him think that he's crazy to get sent to the hospital. And Dr. Loomis is like, okay, so obviously I know what you're trying to go for here. I'm going to try and study you, but the sociopath just shuts him down. Like he's smarter than Dr. Loomis. And so Dr. Loomis can't break through to Eminem as much as he would like to. Uh, so when the sociopath, uh, obviously was clearly smarter than Loomis, uh, so Dr. Loomis thought that it was either kill Michael, which he didn't have the heart to do, or he was going to use some quote unquote unconventional means. What does that translate to? Once again, the Necronomicon was used to try and exercise the demons from inside Eminem now, or Michael Myers. The book tricked Loomis, though, into bringing it the perfect human host, one that it could possess and wouldn't ever have that that momentary wavering uh, or, or, or pause of conscience before it did something evil. This was a perfect vessel that didn't have any of that, that relished all of that. Uncle Frank? <laughs> yes. So Loomis uh, brings him, Michael tries to use the book, but the book tricks him. And makes Mike basically unstoppable. And I think that's as far as, yeah, that's as far as I got. So Story time with Big Jim, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> What'd you think? I like it. Yeah. I like how there's tie-ins to basically all of the slashers. However, you did leave out 
Angie Brawl. I didn't. It's not done, right? Oh, like, oh, you got to close that loop, dude. Secondly, where the fuck is the tall man during all this? I'm just saying. I mean, come on, dude. Like, I I heard no oh. references to uh, the uh, Lemachar's uh, box. Not one. Well, I I brought up Uncle Frank for fuck's sake. I mean. Clearly, here's a man who doesn't think twice before doing stupid shit. True. Yeah. So, I mean, come on. Come on. Well, I, I, essentially what my, my goal was to basically try and create a horror version or horror equivalent of The Expendables. And oh, just I, have... I, I was picking up on that. I was and you left out that. Leatherface? It's not done yet <laughs> i'm on page three you well, impatient okay. fuck hold on hold up uh, okay so wait, wait 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 danny wait. before you say what you're gonna say i just want i just need to throw this out because about three quarters of the way through that i heard from over here wow this is really long <laughs> this? first of yeah. all Bree. <laughs> Second off, not or magic talking cat whose attitude I don't need right now. <laughs> what I will say though, the Zack Snyder the- cut of my film. Sorry, hold up. Of all the slashers that are brought up thus far, mm-hmm. and all the movie monsters that we'd love to see take place in this universe, uh, I'm going to disagree. Leatherface doesn't belong. Because let's face it. The I fact that it's from Texas kind of low-hanging fruit that he's just batshit crazy. Sorry. Not sorry. Well, he doesn't necessarily have to have and a big part. Right? He doesn't he can he can be there, right? Like imagine there's a part like maybe like all like the, the horror killing icons are like playing volleyball and the, the you camera do, pans just don't over go to Texas. Yeah. Camera pans over and there's Leatherface at the barbecue and just like oh Dogs are done or whatever. I'll kill um, you that Two things, way. Jim. Yes. Only uh, two. Be- before you try and get this sold, do yourself a favor and check out the um, Jason versus Freddy versus Evil Dead comics. I have. Uh, I just don't want you to get sued by the comic <laughs> company. Well, and, I'm still going to get sued. Well, oh, yeah. By someone. Um, and and uh, number two. Kind of treading on um, the Nightmare on Elm Street house is on sale. Wow! Right I now? saw that article this morning. The original Nightmare on Elm Street house uh, went up for sale. That's pretty cool. Not so if you buy. bought it, then you could film in the house. It would be great because, like, you know, you're all excited. And you're like, you know, you put a bid in. And there's all the stress and the waiting. And finally, a realtor gets back to him. like, congratulations. You got the Nightmares original come through. Nightmare on Elm Street house. And so you're all excited to give you the keys. You go in and like, oh, forgot to mention, they haven't done a goddamn thing to the house since they <laughs> filmed here. So it's a fixer-upper. Furniture, no less. Yeah, but, but bragging rights, huh? But Who's original furnace. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> might smell like burning innocence but that's <laughs> that'll just i mean after like Feel a week or two in, there, in the you winter might time find a surprise maybe a glove maybe some burnt bones I, who knows a couple maybe of tiny s- skulls 
Maybe a empty vodka oh, bottle yeah. that you know someone's mom left there. I mean, <laughs> whatever you do, don't go in the master bedroom. It they have not cleaned it up since the fire. It still smells like human hair. And I'm not gonna lie, I, I was sitting back listening to your treatment here, Big Jim, and it's like fuck. I was really gonna phone this one in and just say I wanted to see another cabin in the woods. And then you lay this on me. It's like. Well, it's not in the woods, but it's a cabin of sorts. I mean, we were going to get there. We were, there was going to be a, a a cabin in the woods. I mean, like it just well, kind of kept spider webbing and and, and whatnot. Well, what and was so. interesting though is because as you were telling the story, it's like no, this this would track to what I would imagine cabin in the woods two would be, which is basically nightmare on earth. You know, all of these creatures now are free. And all the places that the god has not destroyed yet are now teeming with these fucking monsters that are just running rampant everywhere. And it's like, that's the story I want to see. I mean, the world's ending, so there's really nothing you can do. But Jim, I'm going to ask, can we can we uh, next week revisit this so Danny and I can both come up with treatments? Because, yeah, I think I have an idea. Okay, and, and, and I want to explore it a little bit and write it down. I yeah, can, I can post it in the chat, and you guys can, you know, savage it in any way you'd like. Tear it apart. Yeah, tell tell Big Jim that you know he should maybe keep his day job. Um, too soon, bro, or too late, bro. <laughs> too soon and too late. Oh come on, that was funny, damn it! That was Thank pretty good. Too. That was pretty good. <laughs> How's the leg? But yeah, you uh, you Feels gave us great. you you set the bar that we now have to surpass somehow, or so. or add to it. That's yeah. the beginning. Who wants to tag in? It's a long fucking beginning. Uh, <laughs> I was. Oh, you can suck. I try to bring joy. I love you so fucking much, Philistine. No, I'm not gonna lie. I actually did enjoy it. I I enjoyed it as well. Working, but uh, it's not going to stop me from flipping you shit. But you know, I actually did enjoy it. It was a lot of fun. It was actually fairly inventive as to how to bring the worlds together, and it definitely shows that it takes a scholarly mind in the slasher field uh, to come up with this shit. So I'm not going to lie; I would not have been able to make those correlations that you did uh, because I am not that scholarly when it comes to slasher films in general. Uh, so again, hats off to you, brownie points to you, buddy. I actually really did enjoy it, and I do want to hear more. Um, I don't know that I'll be able to add much to it, but I will definitely put in efforts to come up with something to bring to the chat. I, well, I've got I've got an idea in mind. I'm going to work on uh, over this week, and I will bring to the table uh, next week. Or you can send me some ideas and I can interpret or, or work them in like uh, ingredients in the sauce. And this could just turn into like a Netflix series. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Have you actually have either of you two watched uh, the Shutter original uh, Creep show that they did? Nope. Mm-mm. Okay. So not going to lie. If you guys did the whole 30 day trial shit, it would be worth it. Um, if only just for that, because it's a lot of fucking fun. But there was an episode that had me in fucking tears. I was so happy. Um, and it kind of touched a little bit on what Jim was talking about. But basically, to summarize, Bob Ross has to choke a dead eye. 
Okay. A happy little deadite or an unhappy little deadite? It's all I'm going to give you, but I feel like that's a masturbation euphemism. Oh, oh, it totally was. I'm going to go Bob Ross a deadite. I'm not going to lie. Bob Ross has got to choke a deadite. That's my new term right there. (laughs) Ooh, did I steal the episode name? (laughs) You may have. No, no. Bladder lubrication is still. Damn it. Damn it. I'm bringing gold here, and you sorry, player two. (laughs) I'm bringing gold, and you're calling it pewter. That's all I can say. You know, fool's gold. I'm underappreciated in this in this realm. Well, hang out, gentlemen. I I don't know how we go on from that epic uh, tale. I I do want to hear the conclusion to this, Jim. So you've got you've got a week to finish it. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Danny and I need to bring gold and uh, we need to bring Samantha and Bryce in on this, see what they can bring. Uh, But until then, uh, (laughs) we'll see you all next week. Unpleasant dreams, motherfuckers. For our official Halloween show. Check your closets and under your bed. Yeah. And down your pants. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Not Another Podcast. There are so many places for you to find us outside of www.notanotherpodcast.com. For instance, you can find us on Facebook at Not Another Podcast. You can also find us on Tumblr at www.notanotherpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also find me, Samantha Stark, on Twitter at SamanthaStark3. And you can find James on Twitter as well under James Spooky, spelled with an I-E, not a Y. And you wanted it. You asked for it. You got it. You can also find us now on iTunes under, you guessed it, Not Another Podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out, Not Another Podcasters.